0: Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Adam Kelly. He's the Chief Commercial Officer at CloudMD. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelsey.
0: And nice to be with everyone.
1: Yeah, excited to have you. So, Adam, tell me a little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah, it's funny when you prepare for these types of questions, how you can answer something like that in so many different directions. You know, I think I'll start with, I, Cloud MD is an organization that is in the health services world. And I don't know if anyone intends to get into that world by design necessarily. And I think like many other people fell into this industry as opposed to something that I did by design. And, you know, if you're a little bit of personal history, I loved to travel when I was in my 20s. I spent much of my 20s in other parts of the world. And I wanted to be a travel writer, Kelsey. That mm-hmm. was my great ambition. And once upon a time, I got a job uh, because Lonely Planet wouldn't hire me at the time. I got a job doing cross-cultural training curriculum design, right? So, <laughs> business travelers. This is back in the days, back in the, you know early two thousands when people were still going on expat assignments, traveling to different parts mm-hmm. of the world. Executives were traveling all over the place. My job was to help prepare executives to make sure that they were aware of the cultural norms in the countries that they were going on location to. It was a wild job. I bet. That was a small subset of a company that was involved in doing what was called employee assistance programs, which was helping with employees around their mental health. I had no idea what those things were when I joined this company. That was 20 some odd years ago. And it started me down the path of uh, employer health and wellness services that I've been involved in now for the better part of the last 25 years and has not only become a career and a profession but aligns very very closely to a lot of things that are interested to me on a personal level as well. So that's how we got into. This
1: whole world. Wow, wow, that's super interesting. So tell me tell me more about Cloud MD.
0: Well CloudMD Cloud MD is an organization that originally had its roots in, in medical practitioners trying to make the world of doctors better and help them do their jobs better. Uh, through digital technology, but that business strategy pivoted and expanded into the world of health services. And in the Canadian context, that meant helping employers and other organizations support the health and wellness of their employees. That has subsequently expanded to a North American strategy where, very similarly, we work in a world that is helping people manage their mental health, their physical health, and optimize their overall health so they can be productive at work, engaged, be contributing members of communities and and organizations. Mm -hmm. And uh, so today, the core of our business is is in two fundamental areas, one, helping people around their mental health Mm -hmm. and helping them understand the types of issues that they might be confronting and helping them understand what kinds of things are available to them, whether through public health care resources, employer health care resources, other resources available to them. How do they get the right help for mental health uh, and, and help them down the path? because. For many people, a lifelong journey, Mm -hmm. and it's not a curable condition for many individuals. It's a manageable condition, and so a lot of what we do is helping people navigate and directly support around their
1: mental health. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, fun fact, I have my master's in social work, so this is very, 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 Uh, something I'm very passionate about, very passionate about. So... Kind of one of the issues, it sounds like that your clients, um, you know, may have before they start working with Cloud MD is accessibility and knowledge. Are those kind of the two things that you've been able to scale the business on?
0: You got it. And, and given that you have the background, you'd understand that more than, than many or most. When individuals are at the outset of a journey around their mental health, and whether that's at 12 years old or at 72 years old, uh, it happens at different stages of life for many different people most individuals don't know where to go they don't know how to start their journey they don't know what kind of help they need they don't know where to start to even get that help necessarily all they know is that they want help and it takes a lot of effort to reach your hand and ask for help as we all know stigma all kinds of different reasons career concerns, all kinds of reasons why people are you know, trepidatious and and ultimately reserved in reaching out. So when they reach out for help, if we don't grab that end really securely and help them through those first steps, people often get lost and disengage. And it's really sad because there's a lot of people that need help. We hear stats all the time. One in five people in their lifetimes will suffer from a mental health episode. I actually believe, Kelsey, that it's a one in one equation. Everyone needs help with their mental health. Uh, No more, no differently than everyone needs help with their physical health and life. And so for us, the really important first steps in that journey are important, creating access and creating navigation, helping people understand what's available to them, and then helping them down the path of what's the right first step for you? Because the right first step for you might be very different than somebody else. Um, So that's a big part of what we do is around creating centralized access for mental health support, helping individuals navigate towards the right type of services. And in many instances, then providing those services directly through networks of therapists, clinicians, psychologists, psychiatrists, and trying to facilitate the right type of access at the right time for people.
1: Yeah. Somebody once said that uh, mental health and mental health, you know, illness has no zip code, that it affects everybody. And, it, you know, it, it truly is something that it's so important to acknowledge and work on accessibility, like you said. So are there trends in kind of the clients that you see working with Cloud MD?
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, and I think a lot of these trends that we talk about today in mental health are things that preceded the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, a lot of that was accelerated and put into a spotlight because of the pandemic. But I think it's also important to acknowledge that these are things that long preceded the pandemic. Mm -hmm. The pandemic pandemic certainly changed things as well in terms of uh, the rates that we saw around people that are dealing with depression, people that are dealing with anxiety, social anxiety, generalized anxiety, uh, health anxiety all kinds of different ways that it manifested throughout the population globally. And that's started to play out now in terms of what we see as some of the trend lines that we talked about in terms of the increase in disability. And the number one reason why people don't come to work on any given day in any organization is mental health. It's the number one driver of disability in North America and in many parts globally. And that's a really important acknowledgement, right, that this is having an organizational impact when we talk about why do employers and, and organizations invest into mental health strategies, I'd love for it to be in the altruistic goodness of humanity. But there's a business issue here as well, right? And it's impacting what you know that we've seen over the last couple of years: increased drug utilization around mental health, increased disability around mental health. We hear about these notions of stress, burnout, um, on a regular basis within organizations as people are expected to do more with less. A, that we are, you know, episodically seeing across populations in terms of an increase of how that mental health is impacting people's ability to be functional, not just at work, but outside of work. And, and that is something that is likely to persist over the next couple of years.
1: Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and we've seen this through some of these past, you know, big health issues that have, have surfaced globally over the course of the last 20 years. These things tend to take multiple years after the fact to sort of normalize in terms of population health dynamics. And I think for the next two years, it's going to be very common to see increases in all kinds of utilization trends around mental health. And the demand for services right now is higher than it's ever been.
1: Yeah, yeah. If uh, I, I joke that if I ever went back to get my doctor, I hope I don't. But if I ever did, I would want to study the longitudinal effects of COVID. Because like you said, I think that the mental health and the, the trends of you know, people being more open with their mental health, but also to seeing it in kids. I think it's going to be way more prevalent. And I'm I'm thankful that CloudMD is kind of in the space that it is to be able to provide that support.
0: Totally. And, and you know, I, I, I speak from a Canadian context here today, but certainly in North American global issue in many terms. There's simply not enough resources to okay. meet the demand. So in economic terms, the supply does not meet the demand. Right. And that is particularly true when we're talking about youth. Uh, and youth that are dealing with significant chronic conditions, whether it's eating disorders or other exposures, um, it's really tough for people to get help. And so I think, you know, well, the more we can do to help facilitate that access piece, it's not uncommon for people to have two, three-year wait lists in some environment to get access to specialists that can help them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not to be just, but that can be too late for a lot of people. And uh, so it's really important that we start really in the issues that people are dealing with and helping mm-hmm. get to the right place.
1: Yeah, yeah. So how is CloudMD able to separate itself and really differentiate, you know, from, from the competition?
0: Well, I think it's a combination of people and technology, like all good businesses, right? Like, you know, we're talking about the business side of this as well. There's, there's, you know, the reality is when you have a, a supply demand issue, you need to get more creative around how you solve these issues. And that's exactly what we're trying to do through both technology and using technology in more creative ways mm-hmm. to help people. Uh, through their own self serv mechanisms and to, you know, leverage people where they really most need to be in terms of involved in, in people's circle of care. But there's all kinds of ways that, you know, technology can help people in terms of monitoring and assessing individuals, providing them with information and resources and workbooks and exercises and engagement strategies, all kinds of different ways that we can help people around their mental health mm-hmm. as both a preventative and a recovery through technology. So for us it is that combination of how we leverage technology and creative ways to help people, but also more importantly, we have the network of all kinds of different resources across North America to help people on their terms in terms of where they're at in their mental health journey and how we can best help them and, and optimize the use of those networks in the most um, efficient ways to help people and where they're at.
1: Very interesting. So Say one of our listeners was listening and they wanted to start to, you know, work with CloudMD, learn more information. What would the onboarding process look like for a new client?
0: Yeah, really simple these days. I mean, at the end of the day, we have 24-7 call centers and technology systems that create that access vehicle, right? It all starts with simple access. And and it shouldn't be any more difficult than that, right? I think that's the big message that we try to impart to organizations that are thinking about mental health strategies is. You have to make it really simple because if you you have too many fragmented systems, people don't know where to go. Make it really easy. So for us, it really is as easy as making sure that we have a single place for people to go regardless of what they're dealing with and we'll take it from there. Mm -hmm. So from an ongoing perspective, it's really easy. I think the harder part for organizations around all of this is really coming to terms with what they believe their role is in helping people around their mental health. And to what degree do they want to invest into that as a strategy to mitigate some of the longer term costs? And then really focusing your solution on the people that need it most, right? Everyone loves to talk about prevention, which is, I think, a really important conversation around helping people manage better. But we also live in a reality where we are never going to stop people from getting sick. Yeah. Uh, so it's really important that when people are struggling with chronic conditions and dealing with more complex issues, that we get them the type of help that they need really quickly, because if we don't, those are the individuals that end up in lifelong conditions, long-term disability, and can be, you know, a really debilitating exercise for individuals and organizations.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, Adam, if you had to say like a very common misconception in the mental health field, or you know, in regarding cloud MD, what would you say the biggest misconception that you hear is?
0: I think what we talked about earlier is that mental health is something that only impacts a small percentage of the population and you have to be you know it uh, in severe states of, of your symptoms or conditioning in order to reach out for help, right? And I think in a way that even that we talk about it today, as much as we have done around destigmatizing this, most of what we see around mental health is still focused on people that are really, really sick. And there are a lot of people that fit that that profile. But to suggest that that's what these types of programs and services are there to treat, I think is the biggest misconception. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the sooner that we can get at this, and and for individuals that have been dealing with these conditions, they've often been dealing with it from very early stages, like we talked about earlier, often at at adolescent stages, 12, 13, 14 years old. So I think the biggest misconception is, is that this is something that is just impacting a small percentage of the population. I really do believe it impacts all of us, whether directly or indirectly. Directly, the faster we get at it, the better we're all going to be served.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I completely agree. So, Adam, as we wrap up this podcast episode, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with that we didn't necessarily hit on that you want to make sure you know they they can hear?
0: Uh, I think reinforcing the the things that we've been talking about, and, you know, as as organizations that are thinking about this, um. It pays to sit back and revisit your strategy around what you're really trying to accomplish as an organization and, and what you want the role of that to be. Obviously, the US and Canada have differences in our health systems and our insurance mechanisms, but at the end of the day, we're talking about the same things. You know, We have a role as employers, as businesses, to maintain and support the health of our people. And unfortunately, uh, unless we take a concerted effort as organizations to do that, the system is fragmented. Uh, Generally speaking, it's very difficult to get help. So focus on programs and providers and partnerships that can really help you solve that issue around access and navigation and coordination of care. Uh, Because unfortunately, far too often for too many people, they're on their own and navigating their mental health journey and they just don't have the tools and resources to do it. So create those tools and mechanisms for people to reach out, get help. And when they do put out their hand for help, Around it, hold it tight, and make sure that those first two steps are favorable.
1: Brilliant. Very well said, Adam. And I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about mental health, about CloudMD. Um, this has been a great conversation, and I appreciate the insights that you gave today.
0: My pleasure, Kelsey. Thank you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.